What's up, America? It has come. Oh wait, no wait. <laughs> Daily Shmi number one forty nine. It has come to my. T- I've come to a realization. Okay. So, I'm. You know, this might come as a shock, but some people say and perceive me to be judgmental. Um. I I feel like people could filter a lot of this stuff, like this stuff, like if you thought about it a couple times and like passed it through a couple filters, I feel like a lot less stuff would be stuffing, you know, a lot less stuff would be happening. People would say less things that mean nothing. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I like intentionality, which unintentionally causes me to judge people. And then I vocalize it here. So, um, if that's why you came, well, I'm not gonna, I'll go in on somebody next one for sure. But today, I'm gonna talk about how, like, the internet is such a metaphor for the world, right? Or for humanity. And one of the things I'm realizing is that you are supposed to follow some dream, put out some ebook, do something, ask some questions, have conversations for yourself, sure. But the other piece is like, you have to contribute things for people to bounce off of. Like, how many interviews with like, inspirational, I keep saying like, that's bothering me. How many interviews with inspirational people include a book recommendation that they read when they were 25 and it changed their life? I love books. I've always loved books. And right now, I don't have a home where I have a floor-to-ceiling bookshelf, so I'm not buying physical books at the moment. But books to me were so crazy because somebody spends their entire life working to understand and develop and catalog their thoughts on a subject. And then somebody like me can simply read it in an hour and glean, you know, whatever's been filtered out and take what I need from that information and put it back for somebody else to find, um, if we're talking about a library, um, or pass that knowledge forward, recommend that book to other people. There's something extremely humble about producing content and sharing your opinion. And then there's something completely profound, obviously, where... Do I think all of you need to hit tweet on those tweets that you be tweeting? No. No, I think it's very easy to publish your thoughts these days. And we are reaping the consequences of that situation. But anyways, I do think that the generations now and that are coming up have less time to be solid, like not solid, um, less solitude in their growing up years and they're being bombarded with information and stimuli from jump, from jump, 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 like, and that's troubling for me because my experience and basically the experience of humanity so far is, or something that is human, is to develop an identity And your identity is basically based off of what's around you and how you internalize that. Obviously, you have personal 
kind of ways, but conditioning how you're treated by your caregivers in the first three years of your life, all of that stuff has a profound impact on how you move for the rest of your life, your internal identity and your systems and your framework of thinking. So the good news is that Gen Z is going to cyberbully their politicians for the rest of their lives. Totally tell. That's their vibe. I'm with it. If it works, it works. But I think what I worry about as someone watching younger people grow up, I know I'm young, but just listen, is that they're missing that time period where even if it's not who you end up being, you have a solid identity. Even though we know that there are situations and circumstances in which that has limited people, caused people to misunderstand themselves, to hate themselves, it's not the healthiest thing. But bypassing that process or allowing technology to bypass that process of knowing who you are within a family unit, within within a community, within X, Y, and Z. The groups that we were in were so much smaller, so the experiences you had were tribal in nature and could really build foundational understanding and then you go expand and then you go be an adult and then you go meet people and then you go to school and then and at this point in the game I love that people who normally don't have access to million dollar speakers or um you know life hacks or whatever I I love that they have access to so much information and my concern was but man when you when the information is coming at all sides all times it's not really regulated based on what's good for you it's regulated based on what's going to engage you um, and your literal physiological reactions to things and then the other piece is that this is such a you know, age of Aquarius, like we're, we're morally policing each other because the lack of moral policy, the, the acceptance of patriarchy has ruined everything. So we're overcorrecting into cancel culture, blah, 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 blah. So they have the ability to judge a generation much earlier, I think. They're experiencing adults embarrassing themselves on the internet, which really only solidifies um, that realization that these people are ju- are like not, they're not the professions, you know, we're all struggling. And they're coming in at a time where you can just see all of the flaws in the system. Like, yeah, it looked good when you were doing it, but like now the earth is broken. Like, you know, anyways, they, I feel as though when you're given that much stimuli in these foundational formative years, I wonder what the effect is on how you build an identity and what that identity means to you and just and just what that has an effect on in terms of quality of life but also in terms of having some I feel like there's value to having some time in your life where you're not engaging exclusively through these platforms that are literally sabotaging your natural systems and of course we have this pandemic and stuff and I'm not saying it's some conspiracy theory where like 
the the world or the government prefers that everyone's on the internet um but i will say that there are vulnerabilities to this life like basically we got we got put in a situation where it's like die or be on the internet where there's not a lot of rules there's not a lot of privacy and you're being hijacked emotionally and physiologically all the time oh also please keep up society that's built on you know toxic capitalism like that's the burden of 2020 that's the burden of and then on top of it it's like you create all these problems for society and then you want society not to be mad that you're killing people still not treating people the way they're supposed to be treated um anyways so another subject isn't it i'm saying all this i swear there's a point (laughs) because one of the things that bothers me speaking to people who are older or not bothers me but something i notice is you know that fear of like oh well this generation doesn't have this so they're not gonna have this skill that i got from it um and so that's obviously where i was coming from originally with this thought process and i wanted to check myself on that because um if it's one thing humans are gonna do it's it's fucking (laughs) it's they're at least they themselves at least think if not will survive and so that that fear that causes adults to control children and try and fight the natural process of evolution and i mean that in a society like society evolves now people physically i mean you know we're not growing another appendage in the next couple thousand years in my opinion um but so i'm saying this all of this to get into the concept that the reason you still have to engage the reason why I can't just reject society or not participate or not have an internet-based business which I fucking do so I couldn't even reject it if I wanted to is because on an individual level this is where they grow up they literally grow up and find their identities on the internet and so just like you can misidentify because of who you grew up around these kids might misidentify or correctly identify, or whatever. There's no correctness, but you know what I'm saying. You're going to identify and build an attachment to whoever's in your social network, like your literal social network, versus your family, versus X, Y, and Z. And I think the the balance will be, can we regulate the algorithms so that they're less predatory? Um, that's a big concern, but again... I mean, who am I? You know, like, who, like, I don't know how that's gonna happen. I think I'm afraid that something bad is gonna happen that's gonna force us to regulate it. Um, I would prefer if we just voluntarily looked after children, but I digress. I think that when you put stuff out there, when you share your opinion, when you post your reaction video, when you tweet, you are adding to the lottery of exposure that these kids are getting into and that other people like that people individually are getting into and you're giving somebody you put thought like your entire thought process might be you might have seven reasons why you made that one sentence tweet but you made the one sentence tweet expecting other people to be able to catch up to the end of your thinking um and what they're actually gonna do is assume every single step you made before the tweet tough um and so when you give people that 
end result you give people your version of a book like this internet age society a tweet is equivalent of a book that's the speed that we're running at that's how fast things are moving in my opinion like not this is not based on any type of math or study but the the relativity that i'm seeing is that you have this tweet and you think it's important enough to publish so you publish it even if it's just a habit of publishing it's so fucking easy now you publish it and then someone else reads it and they're reading it as an experience and maybe you don't like cancel culture maybe you don't like how you can't make jokes about people who are literally still being oppressed today on the internet whatever whatever you might think things are too sensitive but if you feel comfortable enough to post your opinion to share your thing to like contaminate or invest in society in that way that's what it's the only reason to do that is not because you're right so other people can react to it so i'm saying this i think as oh god my foot really be falling asleep on the yoga mat dog i think i'm saying this to say that i'm a little bit less worried about gen z because i think the other thing too that's so funny is that like what 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 can i do about it like when i hear adults trying to recreate their experience for their children because that's the way they got this skill and so that's the only way they think that skill occurs um it's kind of like i hope when i have children i have the ability to ask myself like is this not a human skill that they will need to develop is there not other ways like is this concept won't they find this concept their version of this concept themselves or isn't there a new version of the experience that you know what i mean like i i, I want there's a <laughs> There's some stuff that like happened to me or some circumstances of my upbringing that are like extremely helpful for this time in life. Like I'm pretty much fine with the whole quarantine, da da da, like good, cool, dope. It really doesn't occur to me that my internet friends are internet friends because they're just friends to me. Like I moved at um, like early elementary between middle and high school and then once more in high school and the biomes and the social circles were so different and people were starting to get on the internet and so I already know what it's like to be someone that other people like remember you know what I mean like they don't actually know you right now they just remember who you were and that's their that's your friendship is kept in that memory or kept in that engagement and I don't know what I'm saying all that for, but there's just stuff where I'm equipped for this Zoom life. I feel really fucking bad for old people. I feel bad for them because, like, first of all, they're suckers. They are just being suckered into being on their phones. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And when the adults, like, when grown, grown people do something, especially when it's unhealthy at this scale, oh, my God ruining it you're ruining it like if y'all really 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 had nostalgia and could have the willpower that you say you have y'all would not have smartphones and personally i don't think everyone should have a smartphone i swear i have an episode on this because it's very it's a very important topic for me um but again we're all already in this situation so 
I think take your social media breaks, take the breaks from the things. But if you have a purpose in life or if you have this topic that you're passionate about, at least start learning during this time and then publish your thoughts or engage in conversations with people in industries or, you know what I mean? Like this is the point of you being alive is sure for you to live your life genes and shit but it's also so you can affect other people so they can go be who they're supposed to be like somebody like do you know how many teachers make rappers <laughs> do you know how many teachers that are like bitter fucks um talk shit to little kids and then they become millionaire rappers obviously not that many not that many like because a lot of people aren't millionaire rappers but it's just that piece where if something is true and authentic to you, go ahead and say it. <laughs> go ahead and say it. Just deal with the consequences. Because if it's true, you're supposed to put it out there anyway. The issue I do have is with people posting shit to go viral. Because they think it's what people want to hear. Because they think that this sounds good. Or this is funny. Everyone's going to think it's funny. Like, no, you're not fucking funny. If you aren't funny in real life, stop it. No, okay. Try to be funny. It's fine. What else do you have to do? Um, but anyways, uh, I don't know if I had a point. Just that Gen Z is gonna be okay. I was mad at them for, like, taking the word aesthetic and making it into its own, like, aesthetic. <laughs> like, instead of a, a category or, like, a, a general noun or or, like, even a pronoun if you can think of it in that way. Instead of a base that you apply a flavor to, like language, like you would say, okay, which language? So aesthetic to me was like, okay, you know, vintage aesthetic or fucking 80s or like, you know, there's moods that the aesthetic provokes. It's like saying makeup, you know, you, how did you do the makeup? But they really made the word aesthetic into a recognizable, repeatable aesthetic. Like, that's crazy wild to me their power, their minds, um, and their adaptability. I, I will give them that they are way more adaptable than any other generation so far. Fuck what you heard. Fuck the Great Depression. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying like, fuck everyone that went through it. I'm just saying this shit that they go through and the amount of information that sees, that they see every day, these motherfuckers, they're built for this they're fucking built for it um like if you if you gave somebody right before the great depression if you gave somebody a phone and they saw them as many ads as we see now they would fucking explode they would lose their fucking mind um and instead you know they just gen z just be arguing with with millennials online which is really weird like really weird (laughs) Um, shout out Gen Y in the middle. Just watching these two swagless groups try to have like a dance battle. It's like in the no guidance video where Drake is like being super awkward and cringe. But imagine if it's like a Drake versus a Drake. So it's like now Drake versus um Ashton Martin music Drake. <laughs> just corn. Just corn balls everywhere swagless swagless but successful people 
that's really all I see in these arguments. But anyways, I gotta end this. I got stuff to do. Um, I think the real message is for people who have dreams or like passions and like you can be like not everything should be a business okay but if you could do it your way if you could do it healthily if you could create a framework maybe not a business but if you can create a system a community if you could create a support group do that shit if you could create a podcast not everything needs to be a business i i get that not everybody is built to be an entrepreneur i get that i believe that but if you have a smartphone, then consider publishing in some way. Like, it's never been easier to do it. And so, in order to contribute to what everyone gets to react to, as well as to the history books, which I don't know if they're just going to do, like, a a word cloud from, like, each year of Twitter to just social commentary-wise. Anyways, I'm just telling you to do it, you know? I don't know if you have, like, a quiz idea or, like, you want to do, like, an online cooking show or, like, publish workouts, whatever it is. Just do it. Because, I mean, what else were you going to do? Just react to other people's shit, right? Might as well throw some in there. Might as well throw some in there that isn't a, a tweet based on a template using whatever, A-A-V-E. I've never actually said the acronym out loud that's weird um that's so weird that's the other thing too is like we really just be reading shit all day and then speak it and we've seen it maybe a million times before we speak it do you know how long it took me to get Kamala yeah yeah no wait you see anyways bye guys